0: Welcome to the Photography Adventures podcast. You like photography? I do too. And this podcast is all about photography. No technical information here, but hey, there's no right or wrong, yes or no answers. It's all about what you feel. So pull up a chair, grab some coffee or your favorite drink, and let's chat about photography. Photography.
1: Welcome to Photography Adventures, episode 14, with Renee L. Ferguson and Don D. Hester. Today, we're talking about different adventures and different three themes, number two.
0: Well, hello, Don. How you doing? I'm doing good today. How you doing?
1: Hmm. <laughs> I'm-, <laughs> I'm a little sore today.
0: <laughs> you walk
1: 20 miles in one day, this is going to happen. Oh, it was 13.7, okay. not quite 20, 20. My bad. <laughs> and for people that would like to know why I'm sore, I do the Apple Watch challenge and I procrastinated. So I'm thinking there was 31 days in September, but I just remembered it was 30. And I had 13.7 miles to get to get my challenge. So I walked that 13.7 miles yesterday, and now today I'm feeling it.
0: (laughs) What they say, no pain, no gain? (laughs) Oh, I'm in pain today. (laughs) (laughs) It'll wear off in another day or two. You good.
1: I hope so. (laughs) Hey, I was listening to a, um, a podcast that you were featured in. It's called the Photo Op Podcast. And you were talking about forensic photography. And I just want to give you a plug because it's the it's called the Photo Op Pod- Podcast. And it's by Macon I think it's Rugeman. Ruckelman. Bruckelman. Yeah. But if you all want to hear exactly how um forensic photography is and I'm just giving it a plug right now is go to the photo up uh, podcast and listen to Dawn, um, as a guest speaker on that podcast. And she's done, she did a really good job. So I just want to make sure that you listen to her there also. Thank you. You're welcome. So this past, this past week, we had two different. Yeah. Um, we didn't shoot together, so we had two different um, photo shoots. So I'm going to ask you, what type of photo shoot did you do this past week?
0: Well, mine was a, I'll, I'll call it a promotional event photography. And what it was, um, Teresa Holmes, you know, we know everybody should know Teresa Holmes by now because we talk about Teresa a lot, but she has a new book mm-hmm. coming out. And the name of the book is Why I Stand Boots on the Ground Against Racism. So this event, it was... uh, She had a couple speakers, her co-authors. She had five co-authors. Her editor spoke. And then she also had two special guests. So the co-authors talked a little bit about the book. And you were able to pre-order the book at that day. And another thing that was very special and important about that day... Um, you had the opportunity to register to vote in the state of West Virginia. So that was, to me, that was the main thing, you know, getting people the opportunity to register to vote. Some people did sign up. A lot of people took the applications with them because they knew people who needed to uh, sign up to vote.
1: Okay. Sounds like it was pretty good.
0: Yeah. It was a good day. And what about you?
1: I actually did a newborn photography session with my newest grandson. And he was about 10 days old when I got to see him. it took us a little bit to get there because we had to wait for our COVID testing to come back mm-hmm. to go see him. But I got to go in there and take his photos. and Newborn photography is a lot different. I, I was going to do another shoot um, where I had bought all the, the, the stuff for it. But I didn't get the ch- chance to do it because... COVID is a God child. I have a goddaughter, Um And I was going to take photos of her. I bought the stuff for it, but COVID hit and I couldn't see her for yeah. a while.
0: Yeah. I mean, COVID slowed down a lot of people doing a lot of things. Mm-hmm. It sure it's did. It's getting better, but I got a funny feeling it's going to get worse again. So we still, we're still not out of it, people. We're still not Mm-mm. out of it. So just continue to just stay safe keep your distance, and wear your mask.
1: Right. So, how... Was this a... work... for you? Was this work-related? Relaxation? Or was it kind of both?
0: You know, um, it was... I would say it was both. Because, you know, I always help out Trees as much as I can. So, I enjoy Mm -hmm. it, you know. And it was work because... You know, it was an event. So every time I photograph an event, it's important.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, so, and it's funny how I prepared for the whole thing. I knew that it was going to be outside at a park, and I knew we were going to be under a pavilion.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: all week, what I did, I went outside underneath my deck and was taking photographs when it was cloudy out to try okay. to get the same feeling or effect as if I was mm-hmm. in the pavilion because I think the event started like four o'clock so it was late in the day and you know now mm-hmm. it started getting darker out so right. I did that all week you know in the evening and the morning when it was cloudy and I also took my flash out and I photographed you know I shot with the flash to get that test so I could be prepared mm-hmm. for either situation you know okay. so so it was um yeah it, it, it was fun doing the preparation because it's been a while since you know I've done anything like that
1: okay for me ah it was practice Mm -hmm. because it's just it's it's a family member I take it I mean I always take um, pictures of my kids anyway but for me it prepares you for work because I know what to expect right if I've ever done do um newborn photography but it's not something I really specialize in it's just that it's a good practice, just in case I have to do it.
0: Right. And even though it's your family, you still want to do it the best of your ability.
1: Right. Because that's that's how we do. Oh, yeah.
0: You know, I, we just don't like, oh, we're just going to do this family, click, click. No, we take that, like, you know. It's no, just,
1: I took my equipment when I went. Yeah.
0: And your <laughs> cart? <laughs> um, I was just joking. Was
1: joking. I didn't take my cart this time because I knew that we were going to be, well, the apartment complex where he lives is just... Right in front of the door, so I knew that I didn't have my to carry dry it. the
0: humor. It was very. I know. Dry humor.
1: <laughs> you always messing with me, my cart. That's okay. I love my cart.
0: Well, my back. and again, you just don't know how the shoot gonna be for newborn, so why not no. take all of your equipment with you?
1: Mm-hmm, I did. See, stand all of it. That's a segue into this. The next thing I was gonna ask you, what gear did you take?
0: Oh, uh, this one. Um, well, a lot of times when I do portraits or uh, benton photography I used the Fujifilm X-H1 that's normally my my go to with that and because of COVID-19 and we was outside and I knew it was going to be social distancing I didn't know how much space it was going to be Mm -hmm. so this time I took two lenses my main lens was the 18-135 to and I used that most most of the day and then when things were dying down and I saw how people were doing the distancing, I switched mm-hmm. my lenses to the sixteen to eighty. Okay. And I knew I can get close, but not too close. And, you know, I got some couple little close up shots with photo with people along the way, but I was still keeping the distance. So and then I had the flash with me, just in case. I had it in my bag. Okay. You know, cause I didn't know and lucky for me, even though it was under pavilion, um the light from the back where the um the speaker was standing, had a lot of light coming in.
1: Okay.
0: So that helped. And now today with the high speed uh, ISO, that's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. So lucky for me, I didn't get to use, I didn't have to use the flash. Because Even that, every time I photograph Teresa with her glasses, there's always that glare, Mm -hmm. you know, especially, Mm -hmm. you know, especially indoors (laughs) and everything. So with that being outside and you got a little reflection from the pavilion or whatever, it it worked. Mm -hmm so okay it worked pretty good
1: that what about you um, I had bought some things to take pictures of my god- goddaughter and I found these on Amazon I don't know if um, people it's like a it's called first landings newborn photography photo donut prop so it has like a, a pillow that's shaped like a donut oh okay and then it has three posing pillows that you can sit. So it's like a small, two small squares and a circle. Um, and they're, they're real small so that you can put them underneath, wrap it up in a blanket and then put it in a basket. So it's kind of like the, what do you call it? The basket um, is for baby basket photos oh, okay. So I use the basket that they had um, off their counter Mm -hmm. because it's big enough because he's tiny so I used I wrapped it up wrapped him a blanket I took a blanket from here and wrapped that up and then I used that and then some of their blankets and like some of their um props like their new there was a a really neat blanket they had that had um somebody had crocheted the little hat and the little afghan so I used that and then I used instead of using. I usually always use a um, an Ellen Chrome b- beauty dish instead of using a beauty dish because I knew I was taking pictures of a newborn. I took um, I have a Rololux. It's called a square box by um, Ellen Chrome. So I used a soft box, took a C stand, and then I used my D850, and then I used a 50 and an 85 close-up shots with the 85. Oh, for her, for his hands and his feet, I used the 105. Oh,
0: okay, okay.
1: Macro, micro lens, mm-hmm. and then I took my ELB 400, Allen um, Chrome portable unit, and then that's what I sort of shot with that. But that's the
0: gear that I used. Okay, it sounded like that little donut kit. Mm-hmm. You know how I don't know because I never thought about photographing a newborn but you know you think you have something you always got to find something to mm-hmm. but they got that all that, that whole kit it's work. in a little
1: package yeah <laughs> so
0: that's kind of nice you don't have to go and find something to stiffen underneath them to push the baby mm-hmm. up or anything like that
1: right so it's it's kind of neat because if they're positioned, it's like a it's real real comfortable because it's their miniature pillows and you can prop them up and then so that you don't have their heads tilted all the way back on the donut itself, you can put this little teeny... It's it's about, I'd uh, say, maybe eight inches okay. in diameter. Okay. And it's a little mini pillow, and you prop that up on the back of the head, and then they stay, little comf- they stay comfortable.
0: <laughs> Interesting. I mean, maybe <laughs> yeah. a lot of people, a lot of newborn photographers out there didn't know anything about that.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: good information. Very good information.
1: Now, what kind of weather did you have? Oh, the weather was great.
0: I mean, I like this time of year anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, a like little breeze. A little chilly. You need a little jacket, which which is good. And like I said, it was outdoors, nice and sunny. Um, so that was really, really good. Really good. And yours was indoors, so you yeah. don't have to worry about Yeah, I don't think he's ready to go outside mm-hmm. quite yet.
1: Nah, not yet. <laughs> not yet. But it's coming. <laughs> yeah.
0: I can see him sh- now, you know, put, get some leaves, put all around uh-huh. him for that fall effect and Get a little football. I don't know, this time of the year with the COVID, all kinds of sports are going on. So either football or basketball, mm-hmm. you know, hockey's over with. So, you know, that'll be fun. And, yep. you know, up there in um, Morgantown area, it's beautiful up there anyway. It is. You know, so that's that's going to be fun. So I could see you go back up there pretty soon. Oh, yeah. Taking a little man out there. Y'all go out there and play in the leagues, and all that mm-hmm. good stuff.
1: Yeah. Right now great. we kind of keep him locked in.
0: Yeah, but you have to. Yeah. Like I said, you know, we still we still got a long way to go with the COVID nineteen. So. Mm-hmm.
1: So did you have any hiccups or anything like that? Did you have anything that happened to you? Got a story to tell about your shoot? Nah, it was yeah. you know, It was. It was all serious. Everything
0: went well. Um Okay. Like I said, they stuck with COVID 19 policy. You know, she had hand sanitizer all over the place. That's good. Everybody had masks on, you know. That's good. So it, it worked. It worked great. So it was no hiccups or mm-hmm. anything like that. It just, everything went well.
1: Everything That's good. went well there. That's really good.
0: Yeah. I know you got something funny because
1: you know if you something always <laughs> never a dog man with me, <laughs> never I'm a telling you. <laughs> I always have something going on. <laughs> <laughs> I think the funniest thing was when I was taking photos of my grandson, you can actually start to see his he's he shows his personality already. he was 10 days old, but he was showing his personality. So I had him, he, at first when I start taking his photos, he was asleep. So he was laying in a little basket and I've taken all these photos. Nothing phased him. He was fine. The lights didn't phase him. I didn't, I didn't, um, um, I take my time because You don't know how that lighting is going to, because it's strobe. So I didn't know how that was going to, you know, affect him.
0: I was getting ready to ask you how that affected his eyes. Cause he's,
1: what, he's only 10 days old. Mm -hmm. So he sleep for the most part, but then he woke up. But as long as I talked to him and he was laying there for the, the, the shoot itself was stretched over like two two and a half hours because you have to take your time with them, um, pamper changes and you know, <laughs> yep, gotta eat you know that kind of thing. So they definitely got a mind it, of their own, right? Mm-hmm. But once he got fed and his chain pamper was changed, he was pleasant. He just laid there. I think it was curious. Well, Josh came over there, my son. He came over there and and he was talking to me. But see, I had just it was just me and him. And I was talking to him. Well, Josh came over there and he looks at and he starts talking to me. And the next thing you know, little man, he's like, huh. Ah. I'm like, oh <laughs> I said, Well, then you can see his attitude in his face. He gave a little side eye look. I said, Oh, I see he's starting already. <laughs> and then I told I had to tell Josh, look, I can't talk to you right now because Little man here wants his undivided attention. So you're going to have to go. So (laughs) we we laughed about it. But already you can see his personality. But he was fine after that. He laid there for I know he had to lay there for at least 45 minutes to an hour. Just looking around. He had four. Look, he had four um, scene changes. So he had four little outfits that he was wearing. So, And he was just content. No, at first he didn't like his clothes changed, but I explained to him. "Um, I don't know if you can understand me or (laughs) not, but I explained to him. Look, Little man, this is what we're going to do. Mommy and daddy want these clothes on you. So we're going to have to change your clothes and you're going to have to be okay with it. Mm -hmm. And he didn't fuss at me. So I changed his clothes and put him back in the basket. And he did very well. He said, this Which woman... Which was so surprising. He said, this woman, her
0: voice, she she, she got some authority or something. I better listen to her.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just me. <Mia. laughs> <laughs> That's good, though. But like it was said, fun. Like He's
0: going to lay there or sleep, or, mm-hmm. but now he's all out there fidgeting mm-hmm. and doing his own thing at 10 days old.
1: Which was surprising because most newborns, they would just lay there and just... You know, keep their eyes closed and just sleep. Not him; he wants to see what's going on, but he stayed quiet. Wow! Now, have <laughs> you done newborn photography before, or, just, or outside of family members? No. Okay. I've done my grandkids and um, um, my nieces. I mean, my cousins' ch- um, couple. She's got two kids I did did shoots. um club, I mean pictures for them but outside of the, outside of family members no.
0: Okay. I didn't know if that was part of your your business, newborn.
1: No, I used to shoot um I used to do photo sessions at children. Okay.
0: <laughs> so they started um, like, at the age 1. I was of a what? children's photographer. One. Is that age 1 through on up or
1: Mhm. I would do um the toddler age up, but f- um, I never did a whole lot of. I, I didn't do many ho- newborns except for family members. It's a lot of props. <laughs> I, I bet. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, yeah, I've mm-hmm. seen that.
0: But you're still doing children photography, right?
1: Sometimes I do. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, you were I have still a doing lot. That. I do. I mean, to me, kids aren't. Once you find their quirks and then you have to realize as a photographer you don't you can't expect a child to sit there especially a small one you can't expect them to sit there and they're not going to sit there and if you want to try to pose them it's not going to work i mean some kids may be good but i haven't met them yet you know <laughs> 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 I haven't met a kid to just go sit there and let you take their photo. I just haven't seen it. But um, from my experience, um, I've watched their quirks. Normally, when I meet a child, I watch their quirks. But I've learned to, timing, I've learned to time them um, photo wise. I don't s- spray and pray or anything like that. I just watch them and then they'll do things that are over and over. That are pretty much the same. So I've learned to time it so that I can get photos of children that look like they're posed, but they're actually not. I mean, a lot of people will like, "Aren't they posed?" No, <laughs> you can't pose a kid like that. I mean, right. older children, yes, but when you get that taller age, you just have to keep your eye behind that camera and and learn to time. Make sure your shutter speed is is on a higher level because you don't want that blur, but You've got to learn to be patient time and because they're going to have their attitudes and they're going to have their their quirks or whatever. And they're busy. So you're not going to keep them still. And me as a photographer, I've been around a lot of kids, so I don't expect it. I just have fun with it. And then um, I've got these things that sit around my lens. Oh, okay. (laughs) And they have like squeakers or whatever and I have a I have a bag of a whole bunch of different like ladybugs and 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 bunnies and things like that. And when one when, when they get exhausted with one, then I pull out another when I turn, I'll pull out another one, put on and then it captures their attention because their attention span's not long. So now I didn't have to do that with this particular because he's a newborn, but as he starts to get older I probably will.
0: Interesting. I d di- I didn't know that. You know, I didn't know anything what involves photographing children
1: yes mm-hmm. you just have to be patient
0: mm-hmm. yeah like you said you know you, you just can't walk up there and set everything up and think everything's gonna happen
1: Mm-mm. and then I find out what normally if you if you want to talk about children's photography per se um what I've learned and, and this is something I didn't have to learn, you know, as for, as a photographer, I find out from their parents what their interest is, what's their favorite character or, you know, things like that. And once you find that, you keep that with you. And I always, you know, when I do children's photography, I always keep, um, find out what they like, what they can have, what they can eat or whatever. And I get a little goodie bag. That's my incentive that I don't give it to them until after the photo shoot. But I do have things like, if they're old enough, um, Pez dispensers that I'll keep on me. And as I'm talking to them, and then when their attention starts to fade, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) then I have something that I can pull out. Hey, check this out. (gasps) I didn't cool. know you had that, yeah. yeah. So then I said, if you give me this much time, I'll give you this. Can you do this for me? Is that and as soon as you, it is. <laughs> 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 but I give a shot. <laughs> yeah. So what I do is I take a Lopez dispenser or something small that's like a character that they like, mm-hmm. and then I hold it. I said, "Okay, I need you to do this. Can you do that?" And a lot of times even as a, you know, smaller kid, they'll do it because they want what you have in your hand. And as soon as they do it, you know, you can't you can't hold it from them. You mm-hmm. got to give it to them. Right. That's right. But adults do that too. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this is I good, remember, good information. I, so, I remember one shoot I did um it's not this particular one, but there was another shoot I did. And one little boy, he had a meltdown because I had given him a Pez dispenser, but it was a family photo. And his mom didn't want him to have it in his hand. And I was like, so I'm up on this ladder trying to take, I mean, we're out in this field and it's like 20 some people. And I'm standing up on this ladder and I go to take a photo of him. And this kid, I mean, he's like four and he's like, total meltdown I said oh no we can't have this we can't have this look on his face (laughs) so I get down off the ladder I said what's wrong Mm -hmm. and he's like she took my pest dispenser I said can I have it I asked the mom can I have it please and she's like yeah so she gave it to me but she didn't want him to have it I said can you just you know for giggles here just let me have them and he said she's like sure I said, OK, so I whispered to him, but I whisper so that all these parents and all these people can still hear me so they can all hear what I've got to say. So I'm not very tall anyway. So I get on my knees and I'm about equal with this kid at this point because I'm not very I'm not very tall. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, OK, you I said, I need you to do me a favor. And he's like, "What?" So I tell him I take my hand and wipe my eye. So I have, I said, you, you do what I do, you do what I do. He's like, okay. So I take my I hand and I wipe my one eye. So he does it, and I said, now I take my other hand, I wipe my other eye, and he does that. I said, now we got a secret, and he's like, a secret. I said, we we're gonna have a secret, and he's like, okay. I said, I need that. You and I know that the Pez dispenser's here. I said, but the picture can't know. So we're going to have a secret from this picture. He's like, okay. I said, so I need you to put this in your back pocket, but I need you to turn around so we can keep the secret so the picture doesn't know. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, he, you know, he's four, so he's got a test now. Right. And he's like, I, I, I okay, I'm, I'm good. So he turns around and... I said, we got a secret, right? He said, yeah. Well, then there's other there's two other kids on the other side because it's one long. It's like a panoramic shot because it's it's in the middle of the mountain. We're in the middle of the mountain. And I run over and I said, "Okay, do you have a back pocket? This kid didn't have back pockets, but he had front pockets. So I did the same thing. Now, he they're not having a meltdown, but I said I did the same thing with them. <laughs> Just but I said, in case. now, pull your shirt down. I said, so we can keep all of us. And now, three little boys. I said, so we can all know this secret. Now, everybody in these 20-some people, they all know the secret. But right. he's like... But we got the secret. But if you have to find out what works with kids. I mean, you have to find out what they like and then use it as an incentive or, you know, use it as an advantage to get them. I know it's a bribe, but it's fun and they get something out of it. <laughs> and then I also tell them, I said, but if you're really, 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 really good. Pest dispenser is just one thing. If you're really good, I got something in my vehicle for you after the shot. So normally, I get really good. I get really good shoots because they know I've got like a bag of goodies in a car for them. And afterwards, you know, once we close up shop, I immediately run to my vehicle, get the bags, and give them their little goodie bags. But it's fun, right? Right. It's fun, right? That's good. <laughs> good story. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Um. So, did you learn anything from your shoot?
0: I did. Um. um always be aware of my surroundings. And mm-hmm. I say that because not only I had a uh, camera, you know, I had it was a couple other people out there, photographers had cameras, mm-hmm. one or two video cameras. And even people were using their okay. iPhones to take photographs and record. And what I always try to do, even though I'm the main mm-hmm. person at the event, I still try to respect everybody else's surroundings and go behind right. their cameras and excuse mm-hmm. myself and everything. Because they, they want the same thing, especially if you have a family member up there speaking. And, you know, everybody like to get recordings from that. So I always say, you know, just be aware of my surroundings and just respect okay. other people. And as long as I can still get what I can get, then I'm good. Because I, I, I continue to move. Mm-hmm. I just move, 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 move. Just right. keep me going, you know? Because half the time I'm not, I'm listening, but I'm not listening. You know, I'm thinking about what kind of angle I can get. You know, so I was back and forth, east side, here and there, in the mm-hmm. back and the front. And so it, just just try to be aware of everybody else and try to work around okay. them as well.
1: What about you? For, for me... With newborns, I'll say there's one keyword, patience. You cannot rush through a newborn shoot because they're gonna wanna eat, they get fussy, they got you know, they got a burp, whatever. I mean, it's a lot of things. I mean, because they've got their their agenda. <laughs> and it's
0: not that they're fussy, they're just trying to talk right? to you. Mm-hmm. Telling you, no. Not <laughs> <now.">
1: <laughs> But I did notice, the more comfortable I made him, we kept the temperature up so that, you know, because some of them, he didn't have a shirt on, so it's got to be warm in there. Um, so, it might have been hot for us, but it was comfortable for him. And for that, um, make sure they're comfortable. And with him laying in a basket, I mean, the basket itself is not going to be comfortable, but the way those blankets and pillows were, it made it like a comfy little bed for him. And that that helped a lot because he just laid there and looked around. I mean, (laughs) now for me, um, I just know that if I ever were to do newborn, or if that's something that I would ever go into, um, which right now um, that's not my plan, but um, you just have to be patient, um, know that you have to have a lot of things, and there's no rush on it, there's no rush for the newborn photography at all. I mean, so plan on spending some time with each shoot you know, doing that because it's not going to, you can't do a half an hour shoot with a newborn (laughs) unless you just don't care what it looks like. (laughs) Maybe it's
0: like somebody all squashed Mm -hmm. up and everything. Like It's it's a lot of work. You know, you think it's not a lot of work. It is, but
1: it's a lot of work. And you have to be. And the one thing I noticed is, um, where older people, you can, you know, shoot a lot. Um, you don't know how that that lighting's going to affect you. So I took my time, uh, a shot here and then a shot there, because I don't know how that stroke's going to affect his brain or his eyes or whatever. Um, As long as he was asleep, it wasn't so bad. But, you know, as he woke up, I was very, very sensitive to the fact that I didn't want to mess with, you know, his eyes or startle him, because I don't know how he's going to react to that. He seemed to do okay.
0: right were you um in an area where if you wanted to could you have done available light i mean i don't know how no. their place was set up
1: um okay that they have the way their apartment was set up there's one window in the front um mm-hmm. and the sofa's right there so okay i actually use for aesthetic, they have a um a wooden look floor and i use that as the as pretty much the backdrop i put him on the floor cuz it's just him and his mom and his dad that live there. So I put him on his floor I put him on the floor and then I worked around that, put a blanket underneath and you know.
0: Yeah. I was just curious if mm-hmm. you know, if he was able to do that, you know, a little veil but like mm-hmm. since you was up there. Yeah.
1: You know. I use a soft box so that softened the light a lot. And I made sure mm-hmm. it was kinda low. And I just turned up, you know, my ISO just a little bit, but not a right. whole lot.
0: And like I said, it's amazing what these cameras are mm-hmm. doing now, right? Because you know, at the at the beginning of the digital that stuff was crappy, <laughs> but it's come a long it has. I mean, it's come a it long way. It has
1: because I can see from my D two hundred to the D eight fifty, the right. It is, it is night and day. Man, it is.
0: Mm -hmm. I never, And a lot of people, maybe I think a lot of people probably do a lot of natural light photography now. Because, you know, unless you want that extra little pop Mm -hmm. in in, in a portrait or something. But it's just amazing how just the technology is just unbelievable.
1: If I had huge window light and could use natural light, I would probably use that because that's beautiful. (laughs) Oh, one thing I did forget is if you do use the floor... Because you can't get up high enough, make sure you use a stepping stool so that you can get up high enough to, to look down on him. Yeah. So you don't have an ankle shot. You have an overhead overhead shot. So it looks more like a backdrop as opposed to, you know, him laying on the floor. And, and did you have any special gear that you would like to get um, like, you know, in the future if you did another event shoot or something like that?
0: No, I think 16 to 80 lens. Like I said, it's equivalent to the 24 to 120 Nikon, and that was something I used to use long time mm-hmm. ago, all the time. Once I got that lens, I was I was good, cause that's a nice mm-hmm. mid range. Okay. Lens. But because of COVID nineteen and the spacing, and I wasn't for sure, I said let me bring that 18 to 135 with me. And start with that, and work it that way. And like I said, I probably didn't have to use it, but you know, I had a chance to go way in the back and, and try to get some photos from the back up towards the speaker mm-hmm. and things like that. So, but no, I'm 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 good to go. No, nothing on a wish list that I would like to have.
1: Now, I know you sh- shoot stills all the time, but would you, um, have you ever thought about going into video for, you know, maybe...
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> video's a lot of work. People <laughs> think, oh, you know, video, you just go ahead and hit the button. I tell you, here's the story. It's not back in Sicily,
1: 1950.
0: <laughs> but anyway, when uh-huh. I was Houston Air National Guard, I wanted I to learn how to shoot video. And they gave me a video camera. They showed me how to set it up and everything. And they said, go out and shoot. So I went out and I was shooting all along the base. And they came back and they said, well, how much did you shoot? and I just put two fingers together like how much tape I use right. not minutes because I didn't know I was just shooting and they just <laughs> fell out laughing I'm like what's wrong with you they were how many minutes I'm like oh I don't know where do you see that at <laughs> you know but video you yeah it's nice to go out and shoot do this but you still gotta sit down and right. edit all the work mm-hmm. and it's a lot like you said patience do you have a lot of patience to do that I would do some mm-hmm. video for myself. Some, I'm thinking about maybe some self-branding using video. I could do that because mm-hmm. I, I could do that. But to go out there and do that? Okay. No. Because I know it's going to take a lot of time when I get back to sit down and, edit okay. it and I don't want to do that.
1: <laughs> I understand. I just wanted to know <laughs> if that's something that you wanted to do, you know, maybe in the future or something like that.
0: No. Even when I took classes in that stuff, I'm like, oh, <laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> Because one of our classes, you had to do a 30-minute, 30 30-second 30 clip. Not 29, not 31.
1: Oh.
0: 30-second 30 clip. That was an assignment. It had to be 30 seconds or nothing.
1: And I that can was imagine. hard
0: to put a story together in 30 seconds, you know. It's a lot of work. People, you know, okay, people. It's a lot of work. Yeah. You
1: still you got to sit there to and props to those edit. videographers.
0: And yeah. <laughs> I mean, we right. edit this, right? But now you talking about video and just running and running and running. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm good. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy right here. Uh-huh. Do my little clip for myself You and do an excellent I'm job. Good to, it. to go. <laughs> I appreciate that. <it. laughs> <laughs> what about you? You um, thought about video?
1: I do some you are a video. I do person, when I um do the um the interviews for my book, I do do a lot of video there.
0: Speaking of your book, have you been able to work on it, or are you still just doing a lot of administration because of COVID-19?
1: Just administration right now. But, in and soon, um, soon, because things are starting to break some, um, we're probably going to do um, interviews over the computer.
0: Okay. With Zoom or something like that?
1: Yeah, and record that way. We just have to go with the the lighting that they have but um we're probably going to do that so that we can catch up. I mean, it set set me down for a while.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that, like you said, this this everybody, mm-hmm. you know, came to a halt. But they came to a halt so your video, y'all recording, but y'all haven't even started editing yet. Mm-hmm. Y'all not going to edit until all of this um, is complete, No, right? because
1: we have to figure out what kind of clips we want to use for whatever. You know, we can pick and choose from there. But I've got a lot of footage. Because we actually... We actually video... Um, the... Um, interview online i mean the interview that we hear we video us listening to you like say for instance when i talk to you on the phone we actually video that conference call it's just me and yeah so that we have that footage so mm -hmm. i didn't know that so we video those um (laughs)
0: <laughs> like keep an eye on y'all we have
1: to do that so that we can get the interview so when we do the face to face we have questions and gaps to fill in so that we, you know, can write up right. <laughs> but for every interview that we do like that, we interview I mean the we video the the conference call so that I can transcribe it. Um Transcription is a job I used to have. So I used to do medical transcription years ago. So it's it's, it's a lot. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a
0: big... You all, you all have a yeah. huge project. It's huge. Because I think every time we talk and maybe I'll bring it up and you bring it up, it's something else. Right?
1: I'm like, that right? too? It's a lot. So what we've done in this process is... We don't have an entourage of people. It's just my husband and I. So from the photography to the interviews to the transcription to um, well, Dougie does, the pre the, what do you call it? The PR work. So he's con- he contacts all the people, gets the interview set up. We both interview, but we also um, I transcribe. He writes. So everything is done between the two of us. So, you know, from right now, we're looking for uh, um, a literary agent. So he he does all of that. He writes up all of those, you know, they they I guess it's kind of I don't know if it's all the stuff that you have to write up to send to the literary agent, he right. does all that. I do the other end, the photography, all that kind of stuff. And then right now, so that I'm learning the market, I take all the classes. Mm-hmm. But we mm-hmm. still have other things to do. You know, you still have you right. know your daily photography or whatever. So I still do that.
0: <laughs> right. and, right. and the thing is, if you go out and try to hire somebody to do something... Then you got to train them your way, how you want things mm-hmm. done. And yeah, it's all about the mm-hmm. money. And um, sometimes it's just easier. You just make a plan and do it between the two of you, what which you, which you've been doing. So
1: The thing that we've decided, you know, we've got other book ideas that we want to do. But the one thing we decided was do it all ourselves so we know exactly what the process is. So for this first book, we're actually doing it all ourselves. And amazingly, in-house, because we don't have funding right now for it, we've paid for it all ourselves. But I wouldn't trade it because I love the stories. I love meeting the people. That, to me, is the, the most important. Getting that story and finding out how people you know, from from the time they were born to how they made it that that right there and all the things that they've gone through that to me is just the amazing part. And I right and I take something from everybody, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I hold it dear because I think this is just amazing. <laughs> and to get people to sit there and talk right? about themselves, that's hard. <laughs> yeah, but I I interview you in a way that. You just you're just talking.
0: Yeah, y'all, y'all did. Y'all did. <laughs> so y'all it doesn't did, it, it doesn't make it want. seem
1: like you're on point. I just don't want you to think, okay, I'm gonna ask you all these questions, and and you it's like you're on the spot. No, just have a conversation. And you know what's so f- for me it's like
0: I don't even know these people, <laughs> but y'all but you me in your home was so nice and calming. Mm-hmm. That made a difference. Yeah. It, it really made a difference. And, you know, we know
1: some of the same folks. Mm-hmm. But you all came here. You know? There's been, um, I'd say, about three or four that has actually come to the house. But then I do the flip side. I go into their house. and So now they're they, inviting a the stranger right. into their home. And a lot of times when I show up at the door, it's the first time I've actually seen them. Besides a picture in person. I walk into and then they and then I interview them on their terms pretty much because that's their it's their home. But I can honestly say that for all of the people that I've interviewed, I've been it's like Mm -hmm. almost 20 people for the ones that I've met in person because it's it's 17 that I've done, but three three. I still haven't gone in their home or, or seen them in person I'm a part of the family after that that's the fascinating thing Right? <laughs> like, I can't get rid of you <laughs> oh no not now <laughs> of course not oh no why? why she's like where'd she get herself into oh, like, oh, you gotta oh do it with me God, I can't <laughs> get rid of these people <laughs> <laughs> it's all good though It's all good Now we doing this podcast together <laughs> You in West Virginia I'm in Virginia Amazing Yes This uh-huh. technology is something else it, sh- it sure is But
0: hopefully you know Soon you can you know Get back a little bit of something With the with the book mm-hmm. Besides doing your administrative part But just right. the idea that the two of you Can work together and you got that connection to do what you have to do. And that's, that's great. Mm-hmm. That is that's really great. Right. Right. So I'm excited for mm-hmm. you. Thank you. You're welcome.
1: Now for me to, let me see for special gear. I don't think it's actually gear, but you could call it that. Um, because I know I'm going to have more family members. They're going to ask me to do newborn because I know my children at some point are going to have more children. <laughs> um, there's, it's called a Pose Body Pro Newborn Photography Beanbag. And, you and I bean want to get one of them. Yeah, I love them. <laughs> I got a six foot beanbag in his office. <laughs> big old, huge thing. Oh, man. <laughs> I love beanbags. They're comfortable when I get tired. And if I want to do, you know, tutorials or sit around, I go, I leave my desk and go over in my big old beanbag. And that's how I watch my tutorials. <laughs> and then I wanted to get some body wraps, some baby wraps, so that you know I can wrap them up and make them look like a little egg or whatever. <laughs> but that's a couple things that I'd like to get, you know, just in case. It's not a huge thing. They the one the the one bean bag, they have a a, a regular size, but then you have a travel size. So because I'm always on the road before this, you know, epidemic, um, pandemic, um, The travel size, I think, would be pretty good because then you can take the little backdrop or whatever and and pin it up and then, you know, use it on location in someone's house. And it's
0: really nice that you can, you know, drive your vehicle to go places because, like I said, you can carry Mm -hmm. extra things if you need to. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. if you had to go to the airport and drag all that, that ain't happening. No. You always have to, like, pack it up and mail it out to your destination or something like that. Mm -hmm. But that's good, though. That's really good.
1: So for the most part, yeah, that's, it sounds like we had some pretty good shoots. I think so. They were fun. Yes. Yes. And educational. always, always. hmm Right. I always learn something. <laughs> Every time. Every time.
0: Every time.
1: I, and I get a, even though I had to do a newborn shoot and it's my grandson, I still get an adrenaline rush. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then you like come back home and like,
0: hmm, next time I could do this. Right. Next time I could do mm-hmm. that, you know. It's funny, um, because I spent the night in West Virginia. And I left early because I was just ready to get down the road, get it over with. Mm-hmm. And I always go through the mountains and I go that across mm-hmm. that bridge at Shondor River. And right. that morning, the steam was coming up like crazy. I'm like, oh, oh my God, goodness. I've been waiting for this moment. So I made a U turn real quick. Made <laughs> <laughs> a U turn, went down there. Oh my God. I mean, I've been waiting for that moment forever. Mm-hmm. So I was so glad I got up early and got on the road early. And but man, I had fun there. I was down there for like an hour. <laughs> <Photographed> this side, <laughs> photograph this side, photograph this side. Because the steam was moving fast. Do it this way. Oh, it man. The, then I'm on my way back up to my car and I look over and there's some trees and the steam coming through and the sun is hitting on the other oh, side. Man. So I'm like, oh, so I was like, another 20 minutes. <laughs> you know, it was, it was a lot of fun. It, I, I love, that's one of my spots anyway to go and shoot. When I want to go out and shoot, I said, oh, man, there's nothing down here. Virginia. wonder
1: wonderful. West Virginia.
0: <laughs> but that was on the Virginia side. The oh, okay. River.
1: Wow. But
0: that's one of my spots I always go to. That's, that's close to Mill
1: Millwood where the Millwood, oh, okay. Yes. I thought you were back up this way. No, I was, I was
0: on 66, no, 50, coming down. Oh, okay. And all you right. hit that bridge, and you look, and there's the river on either, either side. And there's a place you can go down where a lot of times people bring their little small boats to back it up mm-hmm. in the river that way, and they go, sometimes they go all the way down okay. towards Hopper Ferry or something and come back. Okay. So that was fun. That was really fun. So, yeah, it ended up a really good weekend for both of us.
1: Yeah. Oh, I forgot to tell you because we had talked about it in a um, previous podcast. Um, I was supposed to do um, a photo of an aunt that's getting ready to turn 109, and um, something came up, so it that didn't work out, and that got postponed. So I still had a backup shoot.
0: Yeah, yeah to do. Yeah, and, and that's music. whenever that happens, that's going to be great. It is. I hope it happens soon because, like you said, they have her sitting outside and if she's in a small town now that the leaves are changing, that's Mm going to be nice. It's going to be really nice.
1: Right. Good. So, hopefully, at some point... Yeah, I'll keep my fingers crossed it happens soon. Right? But you have to limit. uh, I I understand. Um, You have to limit the amount of people that are around her because of what's going on. I mean, it's it's just being... um, um, sensitive yeah.
0: and, and the thing is you know like she said she's 109
1: almost almost 109 she's almost yeah
0: And the situation you got to be prepared mentally how you're going right. to handle this before you go mm-hmm. and visit her and and, right. and shoot shoot her photograph her
1: but you have to be that's a short amount of time because you don't want to exhaust her yeah right Mm-hmm.
0: no so, you know, mm-hmm. your gear got to be like boom, right, boom, right. boom, all thought out before you, you get there. <laughs> <laughs> and if it don't go the way you want, you say, like, okay, forget the flashes. She's just barely <laughs> natural. <laughs> <That> right. <thing>. <laughs> 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 because you don't
1: know. Right, you don't. And Mm-mm. then she said, well,
0: look, honey, I only got five minutes. You better do what you got to mm-hmm. do. That's like, right. Oh, forget the flashes. Click, 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 get click, it click, go, click, go. Click.
1: right. Mm-hmm. That's it. But it's it was a really um all in all I had a really nice time got to see family and got to meet my new grandson so you know and take tons of photographs Oh my goodness yes I did clothes changes. Yeah. I, I
0: look, he I was know some a model. Photographers out there like, four? I don't know about that four. Yeah. They better not talk about that too loud because people think, wow, four? But so-and-so only gave me two. Yep. You know? Yeah, four. They <laughs> <laughs> said, wait a minute. Who, who was this person? We need to hire her because she said four. Mm-hmm. That is funny. <laughs> but like you said, it's family and but, um, there's no limit. It was family.
1: Right. Mm -mm. No, especially my grandkids. That's great. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you listened with us today. Thank you for listening. And we'll be coming back to you in a couple weeks. So, until next time. We're out of here. Y'all come back now. Thank you
0: for listening in to Photography Adventures. You can follow on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Radio Public, Breaker, and Google Podcasts make sure you subscribe to iTunes and Spotify. Until next time, peace.